0: Oh dear. I think you got the wrong impression. You gonna cry? Da
1: da 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 the boys back down. The boys back down. I'm doing a thing. I get it. The boys start are the back and back multiple towns, Actually, I
0: do realize that. Although I didn't know where the hell you were going at first, and I was like, oh, this is the you know every sitcom has a. Every I should say every show. It's indication there's a theater episode. This is our musical episode. All
1: right, let's get it. <laughs> yeah, about five seconds in, I realized wait a so, second, the song's beat is not distinct enough for anyone to realize where I'm going with this. Okay. <clears throat> I'm in too deep now, so <laughs> you gotta commit to the beat. Exactly, first rule of, of podcasting. Mm-hmm. Okay, welcome everybody to Kingdom Hearts by Heart, your favorite Kingdom Hearts podcast. I'm Kevin.
0: I like to be Marshall.
1: And we are here today to welcome back everyone's favorite spiky-haired lad and his two talking animal friends. (laughs) Yeah, the boys are back. So everyone's exciting, everyone's cheering, it's good stuff. Lots and lots to talk about, because there's a lot of plot to catch up on.
0: Surprisingly, yeah. Like, uh yeah (laughs) in in like the little i would just say little gameplay but in the not too much gameplay we're gonna cover this episode there is surprising a lot of like
1: exactly there's a lot of
0: story there's a lot of catch-up there's we're we're putting all the pieces on the on the chessboard and then before we shove them all into war
1: yeah 100 percent um i think it took me like an hour and a half ish to get from end of roxas to end of hollow bastion i was like wow like 60% of that, or maybe even 70%, which is (laughs) cutscenes.
0: It feels a lot longer than it actually is, yeah.
1: Yes, exactly. But before that, we are going to take a detour to the Game Corner to talk about what we've been playing, or rather, what we've finished playing, because I think we both have wrapped up uh, the games we've been talking about in the last few weeks. So that'll be exciting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if you just want to, if you just can't wait to reunite with SDG, uh, just check out the timestamps in the episode description, and you can skip on ahead. So yeah, yeah, Game Corner time. I will go first. So I wrapped up Final Fantasy X. And by wrapped up, I mean I gave up playing, and then I watched a uh, Let's Play for the last <laughs> two or three hours. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was all going so well and then it all went so poorly.
0: You ever he's like, "Oh, we finished respective games." And I was like, "You just I was, in my head I'm like, "You just sickly told me that you gave up." So, I was just funny in my head. From a
1: certain point of view, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's technically not incorrect. So,
1: so yeah, I mentioned in the previous episode like the game is very questionable in terms of how much grinding you need to do. Uh, Spoiler, the answer is a lot. (laughs) Uh, If you want to do anything remotely efficient. Anyways, but, um... Yeah, so, I did some grinding, I think, last week. And I was like, cool, I got my party in good shape. And then after that, I was just kind of beelining it and just kind of skipping the encounters, because, like... My thought is, well, if I hit a boss and it's too much, I'll just go back to a save point and then just <laughs> grind around it. Because then you just instantly heal, blah, 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 um, So at that point, I was just ready to just kind of speed run through the rest. Yeah. But um, the game said, hold my chocobo. Uh, not today, cheap. So the last two bosses are just really annoying. So... There was one last week, I forget the name, but just a big dragon, and, like, that one was even bad enough, because it had a bunch of status ailments, status yeah. and I was like, oh boy, that really put me through the ringer. but, like, I did manage to beat it, but then, like, I mean, a bunch of other stuff happens, but, like, that was just kind of a a taste of what's to come, (laughs) so I, there's, like, this boss, oh god, it's all bleeding together, but it's, like, this (laughs) giant bug thing, and... There are, like, six platforms around it, and each party member can only stay on one platform, and part of the fight is man- man- maneuvering everyone so that you avoid the bug's hits. I-, I think I died to it once or twice, and I was like, oh boy, this is annoying. But I was like, I, I was fine. I was like, okay, you're gonna die on a few bosses, that's fine. Uh, the games, you know, the difficulty curves ramping up. Mm-hmm. But then, I got to um, Unaleska, who's kind of the big bad, but not really, but almost...
0: <laughs> Welcome to, <laughs> you the, know how it goes. welcome to the fifth big battle, of Final
1: Fantasy X. Mm-hmm. And she's a three-phase fight, and she also uses status ailments, so she's a zombie, which is really annoying because then you can't cure your party members; otherwise, they just die instantly. Yep. Pretty much. So I think I, I died to her once, but only until the third phase. So keep in mind, the first two phases aren't any joke eater. So I lost like 40 minutes of progress, basically. Because there's also a really long cutscene right before it. So Mm. I was like, cool. So I just went straight to walkthrough because I'm like, I'm not going to do this a third time. And I like realized the strategy. I was like, okay, this makes sense. Cool. And I beat her. And then fast forward after, you know, an hour or so more of (laughs) cutscenes. And there's a Sin fight. Sin, of course, being the giant Cthulhu monster that is the actual big bad, but still not actually the big bad. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, you're fighting him on the airship and you have to fight, like, his left arm and then his right arm and then his, like, little... I'd say his head, but then he, like, sprouts his parasite. So you actually have two targets where you have to take out the parasite first Mm. and then do the actual body. And, like... I think the parasite uses dimmy, or the head uses dimmy. Which I don't know exactly what dimmy does. Can you can you explain?
0: Uh, dimmy's kind of, is dimmy's kind of like gravity, basically.
1: Okay, yeah. Because I was wondering, is it just based on a percentage of your health, yes. or is it just like a flat? Okay, so yeah, the head does that, and then you're down like seventy five percent or something crazy, and Correct, then the parasite yeah. just does like. And all party attack. And then he just instantly fucking kills you. And I'm like, cool. I'm having so much fun. I love it when games waste my time like this. So yeah, second time in a row where I get all the way to the third phase and then it just one shots me basically. And I was like, you know what? I, 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 I think we're done here. I think that's enough. I think we're good. Yeah, I think it's time to go. Okay. So yeah, I lost my patience and I just looked up. I watched the walkthrough. And, yeah, I'm kind of glad I did, because from the looks of the rest of the bosses, it didn't look like a fun time. <laughs> yeah, I finished it, I watched the cutscene, the ending was not that great, I don't know, it, it was good. I was expecting it to hit harder based on, like, you know, bits and pieces I've seen in the past. Yeah. And, like, it kind of did between, like, you know, Yunan and Titus. I will never say Titus.
0: Thank you. We know we're saying oh, yeah, it. The, yeah, yeah. We know we're saying it the wrong way, but it's the only respectful way to say Titus. I
1: just don't understand how they could think that's okay.
0: Me and Titus are gonna go to the secret place.
1: <laughs> yeah, I always thought that was just like because he has an accent, but no, no I guess that's, unfortunately, they're just not. sticking with it.
0: <laughs>
1: so yeah, the ending. You know, they had their goodbye, and I was like, "That's sweet." But um, then after that, it just kind of wraps up, and then like Yuna's made like the president of everything for some reason, <laughs> and then. I forget what her last line. It was something like, everyone who fell during this battle, the memories or whatever, like, hold on to them or, or something like that. I don't know. Mm. It was just kind of, like, abrupt. And then credits, of course. And then <laughs> Titus will return and the Avengers. <laughs> um, yeah, they have a little post scene where he's kind of implied to be alive, um, which I'm sure X2 gets into, um, but we will... That's a story for another time, much, yeah. much later.
0: I was about to say, I was like, should I say anything? And I'm like, no. I'll let the mystery take hold from here.
1: Yeah. So, um, of the three I played, which, as a reminder, are 7, 9, or 9, seven, ten, going in my chronological order. Yep. It's definitely my least favorite. When I was, like, in the middle of it, I was like, this is pretty good. You know, it's tied with 7. But, like, at least I finished 7. <laughs> so, yeah, it's interesting. I know a lot of people say, like to make this your first Final Fantasy, I don't agree with that. <laughs> Just because, I don't know. It's, like, really different, and, like, the vibe and the atmosphere and, like, the whole sphere grid thing, I, I feel like that's a little confusing if you're expecting Spherical. a traditional RPG.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, it, it, you know, it's definitely a good game. It's definitely fun. I'm not by any means saying it's a bad game, but in terms of your first, I, I feel like seven or nine um, you can't go wrong with either of those. Also, 6, I know, is, like, super, um... 6 is a good one. Good. <laughs> so, yeah, it's interesting how I just kind of petered out. But I'm starting to think maybe just RPGs aren't for me. <laughs>
0: Said the man who's played how many RPGs
1: at this point. Not that many. Right. It's kind of had, like, diminishing returns, right? So, mm-hmm. 9, I absolutely loved. But each part of that is just because the world and characters, like... Yeah. I've said this about mini games in the past, but, like, if the, like, you know, aesthetic and the, like, story, like, all the non-gameplay stuff, if that's really appealing to me, like, that can go a long ways to sucking me in and, like, keeping me engaged. Mm-hmm. So, love that. Obviously, I played it again this year. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, to a lesser extent, um, I definitely petered out toward the end, but I did finish it, but I didn't do, like, that much side stuff. And then, yeah, this one, I just kind of...
0: Didn't want your butthole eviscerated by every weapon in the game.
1: Oh my god, so I watched um a bunch of stuff. I watched the Completionist video on it, and then I watched, like, mm. the um uh, the Celestial Weapons guides, just to get a sense of, like, well, what am I missing here? And yeah. it's like, oh my god, <laughs> this looks miserable. It, oh, it's nothing
0: but agony, trust me. I think the... you you you, yeah. you you say the Completionist, I know that maybe a few years ago, maybe like six, seven years ago, he did a string of video essays... I think they were all, like, all the Final Fantasy VII games, because he, he has a very deep love of Final Fantasy VII, as do most people, but uh, is a good source to go to if you want to look at w- what am I missing? What, what, uh, what, uh, what, mm-hmm. what, what how how am I not piercing beyond the veil by not doing X thing? Stuff like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, turns out a lot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I was talking about this last episode, but I think, like, I'm just not in the space where... I want to invest over 100 hours in a single game. Like, frankly, I don't ever want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, if you're playing this when you're, like, in middle school or high school and you're just a dumb kid on your summer break and you have nothing better to do, like, of course this game would be amazing. (laughs) So, yeah, like, if you want to invest in it and, like, you're ready to, like, you know, make this your only game for, like, a month or two, you'll definitely get a lot out of it, but that's just just not where I'm at, personally. (laughs) So... Yeah, and that's not a Final Fantasy thing. Like that's just an RPG thing, which is why I'm like, eh. It's making me re- rethink my whole Final Fantasy journey because, like, I originally I wanted to play eight and then six, or you know, vice versa. Like those are the two left on my list of like ones I want to play for sure. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, maybe not eight because from what I hear, that one's also well, it's not grindy because the enemies like scale with you, right? Where, like, you can end to th- up messing yourself remember. up if you get too, too leveled. I think it is.
0: I think so, But I also yeah. know
1: it's, like, it's like really complicated. With like, the junction system, and it's just a lot. So now I'm like, maybe I don't need to play that one.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, we're, we're referencing Final Fantasy games that I have the least remembrance of. So, mm. th- 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 these I am not an expert in.
1: Final Fantasy good, but maybe just not my cup of tea. Maybe it's more so Final Fantasy Nine that I love, not the series <laughs> as a whole. But, yeah, that wraps it. Let's close this chapter. Say one last prayer. (laughs) Pour one out for Titus.
0: Uh, Blitzball champion!
1: (sighs) What about you?
0: (laughs) Well, decides to debate what Final Fantasy game I need to play next. And thankfully, Kevin was... uh, uh, had a roadblock this morning, which gave me enough time to finish the final map of Fire Emblem Echoes, Shadows of Valentia. So... I think this is all just pre plan planned, if you ask me but I'm no conspiracy theorist. But... So coming together. <laughs> uh yeah, so I just finished uh, Echoes. I'm like I put my DS to sleep during like the credits which uh, I are really good. I always like fire them credits I guess. Um because most of the games they're most of them tend to be pretty standalone or they're they're connected to another title, but not. Uh, there are some direct. There are one, two. There's three games that are direct sequels to each other, but you don't have to have played the previous game to be able to dive into the next game. They always they kind of yep. start from a very good beginning point, but at the end the credits to, to to amuse your your feeble minds during the credits they show and like an epilogue of every character that has survived until the end of your playthrough. So this character Aww. went on to. And some of them are very funny. So like there's open
1: a used car dealership.
0: <laughs> uh no, look, look. I mean, yeah, the fantasy equivalent of that, kinda sorta really. I know from um <laughs> what is it? In uh in in the first Fire Emblem game, one of like Because uh, the the many tropes of Fire Emblem one is always there's always a green knight and a red knight. Or gr- green and red ally basically. At the end of Fire Emblem One, Abel, who is the Green Knight, does does open like a uh, a shop. You're just like, oh, I don't want to fight people anymore. This is uh, nice. strenuous on my health. I'm just going to open a shop and live the rest of my life in yeah. peace. And he's a little valid. Just saying. A little stressful. Uh, I would like some mm-hmm. benefits with my job. Uh, besides dying on the, uh, dying for glorious purpose. Sorry. Like, yeah, there's kind of really dumb, funny ones like that. So I, pre- I appreciate the level of brevity, but also it's, they're very lighthearted as well. But it's always nice to know like where the characters go after the credits roll. I think it just you know feels a little peace oh, yeah. in your heart. I like those. But altogether, I guess I guess the game the game itself, I enjoyed. There is apparently a post game dungeon that I guess I'll do at some point and it ties into uh, the yeah. Marth games and the an awakening because they all take place in the same universe, which doesn't really happen too much in fire emblem so i'm curious to see what's going on with that but yeah altogether if i had one gripe tr- with the game i would say the map design is there it's not fantastic but mm-hmm. the i think the presentation as a whole is very very nice just literally like when i say presentation like the graphics the characters like there's there's not a bad character there are a lot of there are a few average characters who feel they feel like background characters compared to some of the cast, but I don't think there's like oh this character's is trash or anything like that. Uh, this I realized is the first Fire Emblem with full voice acting. I thought Three Houses was it is not. Uh, and for reference, Ooh, Echoes is it's the last 3DS title, so it's the title right before Three Houses, and I I definitely see where the inspiration. Uh, from Echo- uh, that three mm. houses took from Echoes of like kind of saying screw the weapon triangle, like a full voice cast. Like yeah, if you have if you still in a 3ds and there's only like three 3ds Fire games, I recommend picking up Echoes at some point. It's, it's, yeah. I think it's I think it's worth your time and your money. I think uh, I didn't get Do to it. I'm still in the middle of the credits, so I didn't get to save my game. So I don't know how much play time I put into it. But I think it's about 35 hours at this point. Thanks. Yeah.
1: Alrighty. Speaking of games that take about 35 hours to finish, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 2! It's time. We're picking up exactly where we left off last time. So, just to recap, Roxas out, Sora in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before you get to see Sora, there's a very quick glimpse of michael mouse and his emo phase exiting the mysterious ghost train yeah and yeah like oh who's this supposed to be because they like the way they like frame the shot where he like kind of like looks at the camera it's like he's like kind of in shadows and it's like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) but um time to reintroduce the boys proper so, it starts with Sora waking up in the pod, and Donald Goofy are like, Wake up, dummy! And he's like, bleh! And then the giant egg opens. Egg. Even though it already opened, so, like, it opened for Roxas, and then closed and then opened again. Is the thing, like, <laughs> malfunctioning? Is it, uh, what's going on? Yep,
0: we have this, we have the same thing of, like, this thing was open, like, five minutes ago. Well, why is it closed again? and have to? Why has that been reopened dramatically for absolutely no reason?
1: Yeah, it's very weird.
0: Yeah, I could... I, my, my only thought to justify that is, like, perhaps Roxas did his little re- reunion, because Final Fantasy jokes, woohoo! And, uh, and then... But here's the thing, like, he was the last bit of Sora, the last bit of Sora, and Nomine exited the hell out of the picture, so it's not like, oh, I have to put these two needle threads together, and, oh, Sora's complete now, bye! I would have been very much happier with the pod staying open, but then Don Goofy being like, what the hell's in this big ass room oh hey it's sora he's still magically floating there and then they, yeah. they like hey buddy it's time to wake the hell up and donald just slaps the ever-living crap out of him that's my head that's my head cannon
1: <laughs> so that's that but my other issue which isn't really an issue but it's just like a thing that like always bothers me and yeah. i alluded to it last episode but like so we see sora he's the boy He's outgrown his little, his little bromper. (laughs) And KH2 Sora's design just looks way too old to me. (laughs) Like, it's supposed to have only been a year. But he looks at least two years older. Mm -hmm. Like, you you don't just, he has an entirely new face. (laughs) That's not how people grow. (laughs) It always bothers me. Because then when you look at, like, you know, KH3 Sora, like, the jump just isn't there. Like, he kind of looks the same, honestly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mentioned it last week with Kairi, where it's like, well, she's much more dramatic. Sora, I also think, is too old. And then, when we get to Riku, oh
0: boy. Riku's a grandpa compared to the other two now.
1: Yeah, and I feel like that might just be like a general like anime slash Japanese thing where like ages like never really line up. Like characters always look way older than they actually are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But though, that's all my my needless griping away. Why don't you tell us what's actually going on in the scene? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so our, our our boys all wake up. They're fresh. Well, they're ready to go, but they're all like, but. <laughs> Because Chain of Memories didn't happen. Wink. 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 They're all like, Mm -hmm. what the hell we do in this big egg? Uh, And Jiminy has the smart idea to be like, because Jiminy's important. Jiminy is part of this fucking group. Fight me. Um, Jiminy's Mm. like, oh yeah, we have the journal. Oh wait, my journal's empty, except for two words. Thank. Nominee.
1: Sham journal that is. Thank you. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) And they don't really remark on like, wait, I filled out like a hundred pages of this thing. Why is it all empty now? He's just like, oh, yes. huh, that's weird. Because at the
0: beginning of calm, Jiminy has a goddamn connection. He has a moment, and he's like, oh, let me look at my my journal, my life's work. It's all yeah. not! I can't go on anymore. Exactly.
1: Calm down, Jiminy. No one reads that thing anyway.
0: <laughs> I do to get rid of the annoying. Hey, there's something new in the journal. Oh, yes, <laughs> blips.
1: Uh, it's like trying to catch up on your emails.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's never gonna happen.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they wake up, they're like, oh, I don't know what's going on. And they, like, have, like, a quick little recap of, like, we defeated Ansem, we went to look for Riku and the King, I think that's it so far. Basically, Da-da-da.
0: acknowledging Chain of Memories didn't exist, and we don't want to remember it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And they're just like, well, let's get the heck out of here. Who wants smoothies?
0: Exactly. Like, we kind of just jump, 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 jump cuts to the front of the mansions, which is funny thinking about how Roxas got down there in the first place. to be, They just walk out like, hello? Hello? Yeah, it's
1: like, how did you find your way through all this mansion? Yeah,
0: Roxas had to do a goddamn sketchbook puzzle cutscene To unlock the secret basement, so it's just like I can walk out of here, no problemo! And I'm like, sure about that? You sure about that, buddy?
1: So they end up right in front of, on the mansion lawn, and just real quickly. I just kind of wanted to mention like there are a lot of subtle differences between one and two of like things that don't really matter, but like Mm -hmm. they matter to me. Yes. (laughs) But um, yeah. In Cage Two, every now and then you'll have these rooms, like when you're going through the story of a world where. Your party members are just kind of waltzing about freely, and then you can talk to them. And, like, they exit your party. So, like, it's just Sora on the status screen. And yeah. this will be a very handy hack later. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of, like, makes them feel a little more alive, I guess, because you'll... Every now and then, you'll see them, um, like, they, like, talk to each other. Like, they're not actually saying anything, but they have the animation of, like, you know, chit-chatting, so... Yeah. It's a cute little detail. I, I, I do like it. them.
0: We did get it in... Not not original chamber. We got in Recom at least at the end of every floor with Sora. We would uh yeah, be able to talk exactly. to Donald and Goofy, and they'll, you know. Recom came after too, obviously. But yeah, I yep. do like that addition of like just being able to talk to them from time to time. It just gives them a little a little bit of life. And usually yeah. they have either some funny anecdote or alludes to the main story in case you forget for some reason.
1: Or they start referencing this non existent adventuring rule. Shtick. <laughs> uh is Goofy
0: does Goofy does it a lot, right?
1: I think he only does it twice, like during this segment between mm-hmm. now and like Mysterious Tower. He's like, adventuring rule number thirty <laughs> five. And it's like "What? what are all these rules, Goofy? You've only listed two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I th- I think the one his yeah, his textbook for outside the mansion is like sur- like survey your area or basically like keep your eyes open, soldier.
1: <laughs> yeah, something like that. What a great tip. <laughs> I would have never figure that out. Thanks, Goofy. You exit, and then, yeah, super jump cut where. So it goes to the usual spot. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking so they would have to go through the tram common, the station heights, and then the, the alleyway, I guess, before the usual spot, and then the usual spots. So they just cut through four rooms. Yep. <laughs> through cutscene. It's just, like, why didn't they just immediately go there? Like, mm-hmm. instead of having you, like, go out, I don't know. We're picking, but it's just, like, it's weird how much they jump around in Twilight Town, especially considering, like, I mean, maybe this was a point, but, like, you see so little of it during the actual, like, quote-unquote story mode of this mm-hmm. visit, where, like, yeah, you really don't see any of Twilight Town, so. It's just interesting how they, like, pigeonhole you into yeah, a certain path. how,
0: how, literally how straightforward we're gonna be. To, to be, I guess to be fair, we did spend a lot of time here as Roxas, but still, I don't know, I think there's pros and cons just being like, and go here, alright, and now jump five places, uh, do not pass go, do not collect $200, and here now.
1: Yeah, so you show up at the usual spot, and then we meet a very moody Hainer, and then Pinson trying to make up for him.
0: I don't know what Hainer's deal is. I do
1: what mm-hmm. is wrong with this character now? Mm-hmm. And Olet's like, Ah, homework. Am I right?
0: Eh? Eh? Do they look like they're doing homework, Olet? Like, there is, to be fair, Sora. <laughs> uh, even Sora really stands out, because he is a grown book, not grown man. He's a boy, in it's definitely clothes too small for him, and then two adult anthropomorphic animals. Do they look like they are in school? homework. <laughs>
1: so yeah, they have a quick little dialogue exchange of like, "Where the heck are we?" And then someone mentions, "Oh, have you seen the king?" And uh, Pence kind of describes him, like, "Oh yeah, he was just looking With for you." Big,
0: old, oh, we, oh yes, they they introduce themselves and they kind of exchange like pencil exchange glances and they're like, "Sora, Donald, yeah, exactly." Someone right. was just looking for you guys.
1: So, we have our instructions, so you can go there, or you can take the right path to mosey on over to the sandlot for a little optional cutscene.
0: Woo! Which, you, which we should say, you can activate at any point. But, I usually, we're, we're already right next to the sandlot, so I usually poke my head in, just to prompt it. Yeah. And, you know, while we're in Twilight Town, might as well do it.
1: Yeah, honestly, like, it shouldn't be available this early because, like, The whole cutscene is you meet Cypher, and he's like, Hey, lamers, you guys suck. Just want you to know that.
0: Cool. Uh, Do we know you?
1: Yeah. Donald calls him a big Mm palooka. And then we get the way overly excited middle-aged announcer guy, like, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, for the love of God, wait.
0: If you're going to fight, why not make it a struggle? (laughs) I
1: just can't get enough of the struggle, you see? (laughs) Like why are
0: you so eager to see these teenagers
1: beating each other up <laughs> with <thumb> bats?
0: <laughs> a teenager just and one grown man because Setzer still exists, but only a single grown man. Yeah, just like take it down a notch, boy. Uh he's got he's got high money on Cypher. You, you gotta ride the you gotta ride the white dragon until you win all the money.
1: Yeah. So he like says something like, Oh, like it might actually be after the cutscene when he can talk to him, but he says something like, Oh, are you ready to practice? Or no, he says like Basically, the cutscene is, yeah, you can struggle now. But then he's immediately like, oh, I don't have any opponents for you when you actually talk to them. So exactly, like, yeah. Why is this a thing then? Why, does, why do you even bother?
0: <laughs> yeah, you could just make it a cutscene. Make it, make it, like, part of Twilight Town, the, like, the second visit, as opposed to giving you access to it now. Because later, when we, come, when we come back to Twilight Town, we'll have access to our first opponent. But now we have access to nobody. So it is just kind of like, it, it is a little tease.
1: Yeah, exactly. So after that, what happens next?
0: After Sandlot, well, we—I be... forgot to check. I think you can. St- I don't think you can do odd jobs. You we'll, we could do odd jobs when we come back to Twilight Town, but I'm not sure about now.
1: You oh. can't. I, I forget who, but if you talk to some NPC NPC, it might be Olette. She says something like, "Oh, no one's hiring
0: right now." Oh, so you cannot. Uh, yeah. I also. Yeah, I forgot, to, I forgot to check the shops as well to see if you could even buy anything. Because you, when you come out of the mansion, there's a little text bubble. When you first get control of Sora, there's a text bubble that says, hey, all of Roxas' like, mu- mu- like, stats and items have transferred over to Sora. BT dubs. Because um, mm-hmm. I had like a, I did a lot of the jobs to get that AP boost, so I was like, oh, do I have a. What, what loose change do I have in my pockets? Actually, uh, you can buy stuff because I bought Donald Goofy's first viable weapons in Twilight Town. I was just like, mm, can I? Can I? Yeah, it's I can... really early. Yeah. And I, I had the dough for it, so I was like, ah, screw it. Like, I'm gonna buy these. I didn't equip them until Land of Dragons, because I wanted to, you know, still have their iconic weapons for, yeah. like, at least an hour. But, yeah. It's a little crazy how early on you can just buy them. Um, the weapon shop guy is named Wallace. And the item girl from the from Roxas' days is named Jessie. And then Biggs is the accessory shop guy who's disappointed in you when you steal his photographs because Final Fantasy Seven references. Cough, cough, cough. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I know them. Mm. They all look much different now.
0: A very different. They're generic ass NPCs now, unfortunately. Um, but if we followed the story, yeah, we go to the station, and then uh, surprise, uh, there's Dusk's. Who would have thunk? Da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, and there's definitely like a weird uh, interaction, like very similar like Roxas's first interaction with the Dusk at the mansion of like we've come for you, my each. They just kind of stare. They, they give Sora a look, and he's like, "Can I? Can, can I help you?"
1: Me? <laughs> yeah, it's very deliberate. Yeah, is it like is he remembering them because of Roxas? Is he just noticing? Wait a minute, these aren't heartless. Is he just like, oh? I forgot how to fight. <laughs> Not sure what's going through mm, his tiny, th- tiny head th- there.
0: Yeah, I think more the, the former. Like, there has to be some sort of connection. Like, this almost vague, yeah. like, memory. Because doesn't
1: like... It, it, like, zoom in on, like, the nobody icon or uh, emblem on their forehead?
0: I don't remember so. I remember, like, there's two Dusks just doing their their idle animation. But perhaps.
1: Yeah. I think it does. And then it cuts to him, like, <laughs> uh? But, yeah, it's flight in time. Yeah, just fight him. <laughs> yeah! So, Sora does fight a little different than Roxas, even though his moveset's really basic at this point. But, yeah. um, I don't know. I feel like he's more agile. Like, he, um, hones in, or homes in on enemies more, if that makes sense. Where, like, if you jump in the air and you're kind of far from them nobody, if you do an attack, like, he kind of gravitates toward them, whereas Roxas is more stiff,
0: Definitely. I don't know,
1: is that just me? Are no, me like, no, you know it's, it's very noticeable
0: in this first fight. Of, <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like with okay. Roxas, I don't think it was the struggle bat either. Like, I'm trying to think, like, was it the webbing? I'm like, no, Roxas' playstyle feels a bit more stoic and a bit more reserved. Sora, mm-hmm. you're just given the, mo- the, the mobility right then and there. Of, like, exactly, yeah. that's the word. Yeah. Like, things, things I couldn't debate doing with Roxas, like, trying to attack an enemy without being t- two literal feet away from them. Sora's like, nope, slide to the left, smack.
1: Um, Yeah, so, I mean, you just have your basic combo. You don't have any magic or anything yet. But um, I do like how with his second hit, Slash, if it's kind of, again, if you're kind of farther away... He kinda like does a homing hit when you're on the ground. He does it's like a two hit attack where you have your basic keyblade swing, right? That's the first hit. And then the yeah. second hit, he like lunges forward. Two, two. But then at the end he does like a little upward swipe where it's like psh, psh, Yeah. And that, that counts as one hit. I I don't know why. But like that always I just always thought that was like a neat little touch where like one attack has two hits to it.
0: Yeah, as opposed to our well, especially coming from Cage 1, just like the. And also, Chain of Memories, because there's only three combos of like the huh, 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 where they're all just big swords, yeah. lights, or lunges. It just shakes it there's up a little. A, yeah, exactly. exactly.
1: So, yeah, when you beat the Dusks, they start dropping MP orbs for some reason. Even soon. though, again. Even you don't though we don't can't magic use magic.
0: Yet. But soon.
1: I guess Donald soon. does, which. um... Yes. Yeah, Donald, right off the bat, has Thunder and Cure.
0: Which is nice. I got it! I got it! I got it! <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. Oh. Uh but, but I guess here's our first departure from Cage two or Cage One, that Donald mm-hmm. Donald's spells are his abilities and you're not gonna upgrade yes. the same it's you don't learn magic alongside Donald in this game.
1: Yeah, and it makes way too much sense of like, okay, do you want him to use this? Equip it, and then you can actually change the frequency within the abilities, so really good touch there mm-hmm. so yeah you smack them up and then oh no it's just too many and yeah i have to wonder like what sort of triggers the cutscene because this is one of those situations where you're supposed to lose basically but like i, I mean i was doing pretty good
0: <laughs> yeah it, it definitely cuts off at a certain point i think it's after a certain yeah. of enemy defeats because it's at one point i was just kind of I had separated myself from Donald and Goofy. I was finding a bunch of creepers like near the the door to the station and I was like, huh, I feel like I've usually triggered the cutscene by now and I was like, I probably haven't killed enough things and then as I was, as I beat up a Dusk and proceeded to go to another one, like, I got the the trigger. So it may be like a certain amount of enemy cuts or maybe a a tie. I was about to say, if only I could revert back my save file and just run around for five minutes to see if the cutscene triggers. Yeah.
1: I would think definitely like once you hit too many enemies it's like okay cut it cut it he's he's too good or it's um if you like your health uh goes past a certain point where you take too much damage yeah you actually
0: lost yeah i think that makes sense i've definitely had
1: that happen yeah so yeah the gang's on the on the ropes they're a little rusty they didn't stretch oh yeah (laughs) and oh no, it's all over and sort of puts the keyblade to defend himself but what's this a super dramatic anime introduction. <laughs> uh, Mickey comes in to save the day. Who, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Your Majesty? <laughs> you three gotta get to the train quick. <laughs> or, uh, as I always know it, because this is one of those cutscenes I watched a lot as a kid in Japanese. Ah. Uh, Oshama, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's your highness, Japanese. Oh my god! So yeah, he shows up, he saves the day. This is where many comparisons to Yoda started. <laughs>
0: mm. I mean, especially now because now we're two thousand five, two thousand six. We're in Attack of the Tol- Attack yeah. of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith territory. After we know Yoda is a is a very flippy man.
1: Right after. Revenge of the Sith was two thousand five, so very mm-hmm. fresh in people's minds. Um, so yeah, he meets them up. He gives you some money. He says, "Take a train, losers. I'm out of here." And then he just runs off for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how there's just any question where like, Sora's like, "Wait, could that really have been the king?" <laughs> oh
0: my let's god. Let's see,
1: Sora. Let's 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 take out our notebooks. Let's see. He has the same exact voice as the king. (laughs) He has the same exact body frame and ears as the king. He is wielding the same exact keyblade the king had the last time you saw him. And, yeah, he has a little tail, and it's definitely the king. You idiot. (laughs) You sure about that? (sighs) You sure about that, though? I think it might be Riku. (laughs) (laughs) So... Yeah, this whole dialogue is really weird between them where Sora's like, well, I'm gonna go find Riku, later lamers, and they're like, can we, can we come too? And it's like, well, yeah, like, why was this ever a question? Of course, you're gonna travel together, like, what else would they do?
0: (laughs) Donald's like, he's had it with us!
1: Yeah, and Goofy's like, oh, do you have to ask? Yeah, I'm not, it's weird, because then they make, like, the weird faces... And then so it was like, "Your face, ha 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 ha." And I'm just, I don't know. I feel like something was like lost in translation here. It's mm-hmm. just, the conversation does not flow naturally. But yeah, they decide. How about it, guys? The three of us going on one last journey together. One
0: yeah? last Definitely journey. The last one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Although I guess to be fair, the three of them together, they they really do. Besides this, they've only had one other journey in Kingdom Hearts Three, so it's not too far fetched. But yeah. He definitely paints it out to be like this is my 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 final hurrah. Guys. I'm gonna retire
0: <laughs> at fifteen once this journey is over.
1: <laughs> yeah. So they decide, alright, let's do it. And yeah, we got our money pouch, we got the blue orb, which Um I never noticed this. If you look closely enough at the orbs, mm-hmm. you can see there's like a little P and G of like the twilight town tower oh on it mm. yeah like i noticed it in um the cutscene on the train when sort is looking at it like if you look closely like it, it's not just like a flat surface but just you know being blue like there's actually it has like the little in- insignia i guess oh okay I don't, uh, thanks yeah. to the power of high definition <laughs> <laughs> i've literally never noticed that before though so i was like neat um and we also get the secret anthem report number two already
0: like it seems,
1: yeah it seems a little premature <laughs> but yeah just like regular answer reports like I don't bother reading any of them until I have all 13 otherwise none of it makes sense <laughs> I mean it doesn't make sense even when you do have all 13 <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say so yeah they go and get their tickets and then the usual spot crew show up and they're like we just wanted to see you off it just felt right
0: after Lily Hayner's like the hell are you doing here and then
1: Sora just keeps he's done it a few times in previous cutscenes but he keeps like remarking on hmm this town seems familiar there's something about these people I can't quite put my finger on it and then I think Goofy's the one who says no you're just thinking too much yep <laughs> Sora what have we told you about thinking of course
0: Goofy's <laughs> the one to say it
1: <laughs> you know that can only lead to bad things
0: exactly <laughs>
1: But yeah, they meet up and have a little powwow, and then Hater kind of like apologizes for being a weirdo. Yeah, and I, I don't remember what he said exactly, but he's like, "Yeah, I just be going through some things, man. <laughs> it's hard um, out here for
0: hard out here for a teenager, you know."
1: But yeah, when Sora pulls out the money pouch, Olet's uh, like, "Oh no, one of us has to change."
0: She has the same exact one. Oh no! <laughs> so here's the so here's the thing. Objects from this world can't go into the real world. Yep. Diz? Diz, 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 Diz! Diz, explain! Explain now! Explain, America! Was well, he saying
1: they can't, as in they, like, physically can't, or are you saying can't more like they shouldn't? I, it's definitely shouldn't, We obviously. can't allow it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it is weird. Like, it shouldn't be able to manifest Physically.
0: <laughs> I think a better line could be like We should not let that get out into the real world Because yeah. there is this There's a parallel to it And then the two bags mm-hmm. touch and a black hole opens up Right Diz? That's why? Yeah exactly It's so supposed to be like oh it can't leave here Yep. So
1: they get the tickets and they're ready to shove off And then they have their last goodbyes And Hainer asks Are you sure we haven't met before? And so it's like well not really But as you've established thinking's not really in my strong suit So <laughs> probably
0: who really knows the answer is not me yeah. i definitely don't know and yeah we um we have a little tearful goodbye from sora the, the, the boy cries literally a single tear actually yeah
1: oh and i have to say this cutscene does get me every time because <laughs> <laughs> we start playing the music friends in my heart and just that, that single little teardrop and you're like he doesn't know but Roxas knows. And Roxas no one else knows. knows. And Roxas just says, Say goodbye. Mm-hmm. And then And Sora's like, Oh, no. I'm not crying. You're crying. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> and he runs off. And then I just love um the animation of the three of them, Hainer, Pence, and Olette, afterwards, where, like, Pence kind of starts, you know, walking back yeah. right to the train, mm-hmm. and then he looks back at Hainer, and then I always love, like, the cute little gesture Hainer makes, where, like, he has his head tilted to one side, and then he, like, shifts it to the other. I don't know. I always like that little little interaction between them.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just sweet. I feel like he could have taken out, as, as, like, as just a welcome to, uh, uh, show, don't tell. I like, I would... I think it would be really cool if they were to be, like... there. There's, like, five mentions of, like, are you sure we've never met before? Sora? Yeah. I think you could cut, like, two or three of them out and just have this play after Sora yeah. cries and runs away and be, like... Exactly. Huh. And I think one of them, I think Pence maybe says, like, I feel like we're not... Or maybe it's afterwards, but th- there is or there will be a, like, I feel like we're never going to see you again for a very long time, right?
1: Yeah. Because
0: things have to be on the mo- on the nose.
1: So then we cut to the train, and Sora's just leaning against the wall. You know? I'm sad. And then Donald's like, oh, I guess we should pay attention to Sora. He's, like, going through something right now.
0: <laughs> goofy Goofy is That's called puberty, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> Goofy's a dad! Goofy understands everything! Goofy is the parent yeah. of the group.
1: So he promises they'll come back and see him. Just like... That's sweet, but we all know that's not actually gonna happen
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> spoiler the next time he sees them, he doesn't give a shit about them, <laughs> so yeah, that's that, and yeah, we get this really cool visual of the train to nowhere, basically, like the tracks are just in outer space and it's got like the northern lights going on,
0: oh yeah, it kind of star star wipes and not not really a star yeah. wipe the outside just like literally wipes out and then turns into like basically an aurora borealis. To be like, yeah, this ain't your normal train, Sonny.
1: Yeah, it's just a cool way to get them to the next location without the gummy ship. Exactly. And honestly, I I remember that when I first saw this, I thought that like the whole game was gonna be like this. Like instead of using the gummy ship, like you would take trains to the different worlds.
0: Mysterious train for Kingdom Hearts Four. Make it happen, Nomura.
1: So yeah, where's this train headed? It's the mysterious tower. But actually, before that, actually, real quick, uh, we do get a final mix exclusive
0: cutscene. Yeah, this one is very confusing to me.
1: Yeah, me too. So, first of all, uh, we should point out that unlike the KH one final mix cutscene where they were all voiceless, they actually they record they recorded the, the, the English dialogue for the English release. So, like, this is actually really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 'Cause you can tell with Namine, like she has a different voice actor here. Uh it's it's her Recom voice actor, whose name I don't know, but like she she does sound different yeah. than the cutscenes we've seen her in earlier. She sounds like a little younger, but um yeah, that's just much appreciated. because uh, it's very seamless. But yeah, what is going on in this cutscene?
0: So it's Axel and Namine and Ansem Just chill on the hill. And actually thinking about it this time around during this playthrough, because we're being thoughtful, of course, um, the fact that Naminé got yanked away, the last thing we saw was Naminé getting yanked away by Diz through a, of, uh, through a corridor of darkness, and Anson said, see ya, I'm going too. Uh, last time we saw Axel, Axel was dying, or not really dying, because yep. we know what nobody's dying looks like because of Recom. Thank you, Recon, for one thing at least. But they're just chilling, on the, just chilling on the hill. And I'm like, this should... this How?
1: Yeah, and also, these three people, like, they have no loyalty toward each other. Like, they wouldn't be just hanging out all chummy. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Ansem says something like, oh, I owe you two. And it's like, what did Axel do for you? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> <sighs> uh, like I get why he would want to say nominate, save nominee, but yeah, why would he want to save Axel? And then why would Axel, you know, why would he want to save nominee? Like there's no relationship yes. there. So uh, I don't know. It, it feels a little fanficky, dare I say, of like, oh, look at all these characters who are secretly friends.
0: Yeah, but they're not. It's ugh. Yeah. Uh...
1: Yeah, to, like, pull out a flowchart of, like, who's aligned with who. I was about to
0: say, there's not even this... This isn't even an... I mean, it's 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 enough of an uneasy alliance for uh, two minutes. That's, that's the best I can kind of muster up when it comes to this yeah. relationship.
1: I think if Axel wasn't there, it would be totally fine. Because, yeah, like you said, last time we saw him, he, quote-unquote, died. Mm-hmm. And, like, there was never any question of, like, how Axel escaped. But, like, I guess it's helpful to show how nominate did so like i guess it adds something yeah, yeah. i i
0: would uh, when i was thinking when i was trying to process it i think i would prefer Ansem is like hey nominate, eat a gtfo and she's like and he makes the corridor she goes through she says thank you and axel just reappears or he like is listening in on the conversation like oh i see my next objective but
1: yeah like that would make more sense <sighs> cuz um The next time we see Axel, he's up to no good again. (laughs) Exactly! (laughs) Uh, Although I guess,
0: considering Axel's motives going forward, I don't know. I'll, I'll keep the feather in my cap for now, but I'm just, I look at Axel like, I love you. Never forget that, but still, I'm watching you.
1: So, back to the boys. We are at the Mysterious Tower. Uh, there goes our ride. Yep. walk forward, and then, what is that? It's a big pile of poop named Pete. Oh, no. And Pete. the series has officially jumped the shark. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love Pete. <laughs> mm, that's a strong statement. Pete's fine on his own. Mm-hmm. it's the pete maleficent dynamic that never works for me but we'll get into that later when they're actually on the screen together yeah but no i, I do like this cutscene of just introducing him on his own because i think it's fun you know tapping into the disney side of things more for like a recurring character like outside of the disney world
0: yeah and it's like it's, it's yeah it's nice to see one too because we reference during cage one of like how everything is you know Here's our own little pocket of. We didn't even know we were kill, killing the League of Villains, but we're killing the League of Villains without even knowing who the, they really were. Whereas now there's yeah. there's there's a thread. the, the thread <laughs> the threat is a giant dog man uh, dressed in who knows what. I think he's a cat. <laughs> is Pete supposed to be a cat? Hmm.
1: I think the idea is he's a cat and Goofy's a dog, and that's why they like don't
0: really. He definitely has along. he definitely has pointy ears. Um, yeah. <laughs> you talk. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna check the Disney Wiki. If yeah. You don't mind. <laughs> yeah. So they have a little bit
1: of back and forth, where Pete's like, "Yeah, I'm here to turn the sorcerer into a heartless," blah blah blah, and then he summons said heartless to fight you off, and then you fight him off, and then you talk some more, and yeah, a few things to note here. First of all, Pete reveals that. The Grandmaster Yin Sid lives here, and then Don Goofy are like, "Wait, Yin Sid, Sid lives Whoa. here!" <laughs> and they're acting all surprised, even though they've been here before. So this was a total retcon. <laughs> <laughs> but. He also mentions, like, oh, my dear Maleficent, and then they all sticker to each other. <laughs> and, yeah, we get another glimpse at this complete sociopathic side of Sora that just loves murdering, because he's <laughs> just hes just reveling in it. He's just glorifying the fact that he killed Maleficent. She's toast. She's toast. <laughs> toast. He's just so blasé about it, and Pete's like, what? It's <laughs> like, yeah, we took care of her. We may have had something to do with it. Like, why
0: are you being such a dick about this, you creep? (laughs) I guess he could... I mean, Sora's still a dumb kid. Literally, currently, still a dumb kid.
1: Yeah, like, I would say the idea is, like, you know, he saved all the world, so maybe he's got a chip on his shoulder now, but, like, they don't really do much with that in the rest of the game to show, like... That's kind of like his character arc for Kingdom Hearts 2. It's just kind of like every now and then you just see this cocky side of him that's like, okay, uh, calm down. (laughs) But yeah, it's weird. And then the other thing (laughs) is, so Don and are like, oh yeah, we know Pete, he's a jerk. And then they just mention, oh yeah, His Majesty banished him to another dimension. (laughs) ANOTHER
0: DIMENSION!
1: Like, okay, that seems like a bit of an overreaction on King Mickey's part. How bad could he have been? <laughs> going I live out your eternal turmoil here.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> Uh also, it, this took more digging than it needed to, but goof, Pete is a cat and they Ooh. say despite despite you know, despite being a cat, he's mistaken for a dog because he's a very 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 big cat. Um, yep. I thought he could be like sort of a you know there are some dogs that have uh short yeah. like a short pointy ears, so that's why I always thought of him, um, uh, but it makes sense because he was originally Mickey's rival back in the day, so it makes sense that yeah. Mickey is a mouse and Pete is a cat but and we'll exactly. we'll see a little bit of that when we get to uh the Timeless River,
1: yeah, yeah, so all right, speeding this ship along, we start climbing up the tower, we find some heartless, 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 and heartless for the first know, time yeah. Heartless! 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 Turns out the worlds aren't at peace after all.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, that's funny you mentioned that, because yeah, it wasn't
0: the whole point of the last game, getting rid of the Heartless, but. Literally an existential crisis of like, I guess our first journey didn't matter anymore!
1: Ah! <laughs> yeah, like this is. I don't know, it kind of bothers me, so when we get to the inside, he explains, like, make no mistake. Your previous adventure stopped an enormous effusion of heartless. But, as long as darkness exists in a heart, the heartless will be present. Which is, like... I mean, not really, because, like, the heartless didn't appear <laughs> until, until like, Kingdom ten Hearts years ago? One. Uh, yeah. Um, So, like, in Birth by Sleep, right? Yeah. like Yeah. The Heartless aren't well, in there, but like yeah, people yeah. still have I darkness guess, in their hearts.
0: Yeah, and they still exist in their weird, uh, dark dimension. I...
1: Yeah. Exactly. Because we do see Heartless, but only in a cutscene, but it's like a whole thing.
0: Yeah, but... and they, I mean, they haven't invaded the real world, as I'll refer to, or the the realm of lights, until yeah, exactly. recently.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just assume it's like you can't Put the toothpaste back into the tube, sort of situation. (laughs) Like, once they're out, they're out. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. And I guess also. You want to get Heartless? Because this is how you get Heartless.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is also coming off the back of Cage One, hoping there would be a sequel, but who knows if we'll actually get to make a sequel, being like, all right, the Heartless Mm -hmm. stick around, but how do they stick around? What if we just said the Heartless will always be around and that your journey is useless? And makes Sora mm-hmm. feel very bad about himself. And Amora said, ship it!
1: Yeah, so, yeah, we make our way to Master Yen room. Mm-hmm. And he uses, uh, Expositus Dialogicus. <laughs> <laughs> and just, yeah, gives us the whole rundown of what's going on. Basically, all this to say, hey, nobody's our thing. The Organization 13's a thing. Go fight him. You're, you're gonna do great, kid. i saved you the five minute cutscene now he of course says more than that
0: yeah he goes to a few things
1: he gives you a reading assignment which is like cool (laughs) i'm definitely not gonna do that
0: hey what if what if we try to recap the story thus far for like the third time in this game
1: yeah so like yeah if you read through them like you can see the connections where like the beginning is like the plot of kingdom hearts interlude is the plot of chain of memories and future stories like it's ambiguous but yeah you can just assume that's like alluding to what the plot of this game will be exactly yeah i never read this thing i only read it because i figured we would talk about it now but like exactly yeah through, i just immediately talk to him it's yeah.
0: kind of pointless <laughs> spoiler alert you don't have to actually read the book just talk to yensin he's like hey kid did you read that book yeah Hey, I, I saw yeah, you, didn't read that book. Great. So he's like, no, I read it, you were, you, you blinked, and I read it, come on. And yeah. <laughs> um. So you can also
1: explore the room a little bit, and we get our first big chest, which is another slight, well, no, oh. it's a new addition to the game where, yeah, you yeah. get this big chest, and then they have the whole little animation where Sora of throws out the keyblade, and then backs it down to open it, and you'll get this something ne- real nice.
0: This will never get old for me. Oh.
1: Oh, yeah, no, it's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, most of the time will be maps. I yeah,
1: no you can also explore some interactables like the books on the shelves and like one of them mentions like, "Oh, this chronicles the king's exploits" or something like that. So like yep. you, I mean, Donald said it earlier. He used the king's teacher, right? So yes, if if you don't know for some reason, Yen Sid is the sorcerer from the sorcerer's apprentice which was the short in fantasia mm-hmm. uh which is the one with mickey and the brooms so like that's what they're going for we're like mickey is his apprentice here as well and he studied under him blah 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 blah. it's all correct me if
0: i'm wrong or tell me your interpretation they say mickey trained under yen sid is that mainly for magic or does yen sid have a keyblade hidden in his robes that we're just never gonna see
1: uh, yes, we know that Yen Sid was a former Keyblade master, uh, so yes. I would assume all things Keyblades. And, well, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but okay. I have a theory about what his Keyblade is. Okay.
0: Um, oh! Hmm. Yeah. I think, I, 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 think <laughs> I, put, I pick it on what you put down, yeah.
1: So, yeah, go back to talk to him, and yeah, he just goes over, like, here's your heartless, here's your nobodies, fight, fight, fight.
0: Hmm. Well, I guess he does give us our first actual in-game explanation of nobodies, like, and uh, yeah. we know we know at this point, like IRL, we've known for th- thousands of years. But just when a heartless is when, when the heartless is created, the body is a, only the strong to leave behind a nobody, which is kind of yeah,
1: like this still doesn't make sense mm, to me. Like, yeah, because I always just assumed that regardless, a heartless and a nobody will be created, mm-hmm. but if it's a strong-willed, they'll take on the form of a human nobody, aka Organization Thirteen. But this yeah. is saying, no, there's a layer even above that where, like, to hit the bare minimum, you'll get a basic nobody, but you still have to have a strong will for that. But exactly. if you have a super extra special strong will, then you get a human nobody. And it's like, exactly. You why get, do you, you have get, to just add that wrinkle to it? You
0: get to, like, retain your memories and yada, 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 yada. I'm like, huh?
1: Huh? Yeah, so I just assumed that Nobody's like anyone will create a basic nobody, but yeah, like you're if you have a strong heart or whatever, you come back as a human nobody, yeah. so that just makes more sense to me. But <sighs> yeah, he mentions organization 13, which then we talked about it in a previous episode. Like they do actually specifically say organization 13, not as just the organization. To... Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, it doesn't make sense, because there's not 13 of them anymore. Anymore! I, <laughs> like, when would you have ever known them when they were 13? Like, <laughs> ugh, it doesn't make sense. But yeah, they're the bad guys. We gotta go after them. And I just... Sora's dumb. We know this. This is the news. But, like, it just annoys me how he just accepts all of this on Faith. Like, he doesn't question any of it. Like, said saying shit, like... But nobodies, you see, they don't exist. Which, like, that doesn't make any kind of sense. Yeah. And so it's just like, nobodies, they don't exist. Okay,
0: (laughs) sounds good to me. (laughs) Uh, What are you talking about? Have a unique thought, Sora. (laughs) No, we've joked about how Sora is at his worst when he's thinking. He just has to accept everything and keep moving forward.
1: Yeah, it just bothers me because this becomes this whole mantra for the whole game of like, Organization 13 bad,
0: destroy. It's like,
1: you are so weak minded.
0: <laughs> yeah, the fact that they don't exist always. I don't know. It, it still bugs me to this day. Like,. <sighs> yeah, like, what does that mean? <laughs> exactly, yeah. In the context of five games later, also, what does that still mean? And I think yeah. it, the answer is very, 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 very little. Like, yeah. um.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things I choose to ignore.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you think about it too much, your brain will explode. But, like, there's no, like, it doesn't exist. There's nobody clearly just punched me at, upside the head. And yeah. now I. I you, are you saying I hit myself, Yen Sid? Yeah. Am I my own worst enemy? But,
1: uh. So, yep, Yen Sid's ready to shove them off, but he's like, hmm, might want some new threads, kid. Those are looking a little small for you.
0: <laughs> Gosh,
1: you're right. I sure do look silly, don't I? An excuse
0: for, for uh, makeover time.
1: Makeover! <laughs> but real quick, before uh, that scene... Actually, I think it's right when you enter the next room. Sora just has this really weird dialogue exchange where he says something like, blah, 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 we have to save the world. Is You, the three of us... King Mickey and Riku, we're gonna save everyone. But then he says, The five of us, I mean the six of us. Why does he say that? <laughs> I still don't know exactly what he's going for. I assume he means Gemini. But then part of the oh. wonders is he talking about Roxas? Like what's going on? Who is who is the sixth?
0: <laughs> uh, I always assume Kyrie. See? Even really? though Kyrie even though Kyrie's <laughs> I say that out loud, Kyrie hasn't done anything super important in the game yet? and hasn't yeah. her, she hasn't proven herself to be a, f- a fighter or an a- I mean I don't uh, Kyrie becomes more useful later on but she's a lot li- she's still a liability right now she hasn't become an asset and does she even yeah. become an asset is a, a debate we will have much further into the timeline but see
1: see Kyrie never like 100% never crossed my mind but that just shows why this line is so weird because like who is he talking about like can going be interpreted
0: many different is, and it's probably... If knowing Nomura, it's a character we're not even considering. <laughs> oh,
1: God, you're probably right. Yeah, no, I always thought it was Jiminy, just to, like, give him some sort of shout-out. Like, oh, yeah, you too, Jiminy. It's not really
0: Jiminy. Don't <laughs> worry, guys, we'll take
1: care of it. He's just here for the ride.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I assume, because he says the six of us, there is the Disney trio of uh, of Mickey. Yeah, no, I can be, definitely see Destiny that. the Destiny trio, yeah. yeah.
1: So... Moving on, uh, we have got the three fairies from Sleeping Beauty. And they do their whole shtick of like
0: red, blue, green. Will you just decide already?
1: <laughs> I think I think it's the green one, who I want to say is Merriweather, but I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, green it's flora, is... fauna, and Merriweather.
0: Oh, I think f- she, f- she might be flora. flora? I would think flora. I feel like it's red, green, blue. So it would be floor fauna, but I couldn't tell you. The blue is Meriwether, yeah. that's the only one that matters to me. Okay, sure. She's spunky. So yeah, she says,
1: I'll do the designing.
0: And then just cut
1: to her, like, in her sketchbook doing all these, like, dramatic illustrations of, like, this elaborate costume. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like, Namura style, like, that'll do. <laughs> So, yeah, they finally decide to land on a concept. All together, girls.
0: Three, two, one. Woohoo! And I'm, I'm suddenly, red, green, and blue make black.
1: Yeah, no, I love how, um, again, the green one, whoever she is, she just totally got shafted because like, you see some blues, you see some reds in the design, but not a hint not, of green. <laughs> there
0: is no green here. <laughs>
1: uh, sorry, sweetie. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, oh no, he's hot! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we finally get Sora in his iconic keep saying cage two outfit. I don't know, I'll say his black outfit. Um mm-hmm. but man looking fresh. <laughs> what is what is it? Uh, uh drip Sora? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> am I am I doing it right? <laughs> yeah, no, we got the new outfit and <laughs> Yeah, to this day I would say this is his best look for sure. It's just mm, so good.
0: Currently? Yeah. I enjoy KH2 outfit the most.
1: Yeah. It's just really cool seeing him in black, because it's just like mm-hmm. the opposite of Sora, basically, and it just looks more mature, it's more dramatic. Yes, mm,
0: he looks rather dashing. Good. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like calm down ladies, he's only fifteen. <laughs> um yeah, no, I do like I mean I guess every Kingdom Hearts game does this, at least all the sequels. I do like how they go as far to explain how he gets his new clothes instead of just he's got new clothes now. Yeah. Um but they even go as further because like it has gameplay implications because what's next? Take the orb dear. Whoa! Bonus feature <laughs> You also get to use dry forms. Two key, Two key, key Blades. blades. <laughs> so yeah, this cutscene's really annoying because it immediately says, Oh, use the power of your friends. So it's basically fusion, right? Yeah. Um, your party members will disappear. But in the cutscene where he first uses it,
0: Goofy's just hanging out like <laughs> that's yes, real cool. Exactly. I wanna see Goofy disappear into the void. Two key <laughs> But no. They deny me that animation! Yeah, I don't know.
1: Like, I feel like they're gonna something where like Goofy disappears and they're like, where'd Goofy go? And then do like a thing. I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. Or at the very least, just do it like in like not a cutscene, you know what I mean? Like just do it in gameplay and like use your drive menu, blah blah blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But speaking of two keyblades We yes. get a shiny new one. So, we get the Star Seeker Keyblade, which, as I was alluding to earlier, yeah, I think the idea is this is Yen Keyblade, or at least okay. it's kind of, like, uh, based on it, because, yeah, if you look at the design, right, it's, um... It's got, like, the shooting stars are, like, the base of the blade. It's got, like, a moon on the keychain. It's got stars going up the blade. And then it's got, like, another little moon charm for the teeth, etcetera, et cetera. So it's, like, all, like, wizardy magic, astrological stars, etcetera, etc. Cetera. So it's, like, clearly, like, magic-themed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which is ironic, because it does nothing for your magic stat, but... Exactly.
0: And whatever. how funny that Yen Sid's <laughs> motif is stars and moons. Yeah. What a thug! Exactly.
1: <laughs> and then when you see um, Mickey's Keyblade in Cage Three, it's basically a combination of this with, uh, I guess, Kingdom Key D or just Kingdom Key in general.
0: Yeah. And I feel like definitely.
1: that's probably closer to what Yin Sid's Keyblade would have looked like. And I, I don't really have any basis on this; it's just drawing conclusions. But like, yeah, I think it's safe to say, like, Yen Sid's Keyblade would have looked like this. But yeah. Star Seeker! Woohoo! So, here's the thing about Keyblades in Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh, welcome to Kingdom Hearts 2, where the stats mean nothing, <laughs> and the abilities don't matter. <laughs> no, the abilities do matter. In fact, those are the only thing that matter, because the way that stats on Keyblades scale in case 2 is, like, it's just such a tiny difference. Like it really makes no impact whether your strength is six or two. Like, in the early game, sure, but like by end of game, like it it doesn't matter. So really, it's just the abilities that actually make a difference. And I think so. Yeah. Not all Keyblade abilities are created equal. <laughs> yep.
0: Sometimes you get item boost. <laughs>
1: yeah. So Star Seekers is just air combo plus, which is okay. That's fine, I guess. <laughs> so, utility-wise, it's not a great Keyblade, but no, I like it a lot. It's one of my favorites, actually, and I mm. definitely grew more attached to it once we learned that this was the Keyblade. Like, this is Mickey's Keyblade, basically. This is the one he normally uses, so that's yes. really cool to me. hmm And, yeah, like I mentioned with Spellbinder, like, I just like the magic-themed keyblades, so that's cool. <gasps> Gasp! Uh, yeah. And I also like like, all of its little sound effects and, um, the hit effects where it, like, shoots off the moons and stars and, like, the sounds well are all like... Yeah,
0: I'm not doing a very good sound effect for it. But, hey, there you go. It's yeah, better. no, it's
1: more accurate. Me neither. It's, like, thing. twinkly. <laughs> Definitely. So, yeah, I love this Keyblade. Um, but... <laughs> jukes on you, because you can't use it, chump. You can only yes. use it in Valor Form and it drives me nuts how you can't just switch them... No, you need a third keyblade to then act as like the reserve to swap that in. Yes, and so. then you can use Drive Seekers. So. Yep.
0: Because of mechanics, we can't leave uh... for the Drive forms. Because Supporter alert, Luminary with the least says like you unlock more as you get stronger. Uh, the other keyblade, oh, well, there's one that doesn't give you additional keyblade, but the ones that do give you additional keyblade, they you yep. can't leave their keyblade slot empty. So you can't exactly. be like, oh, screw Kingdom Key. So, until we get another Keyblade, Shooting Star will be locked to be your Valor. Behind Keyblade.
1: Yep. yep. Yeah, kind of annoying. Which is very funny, because yeah. it's,
0: I mean, it's not a magic base Keyblade, but it looks magic key, but it's associated yeah, with your right? uh, physical yeah. <laughs> form, which is uh, kind, of, yeah. kind of wonky.
1: Moving on. So, we got our new clothes, we got our new drive. If you go around this room and inspect all the mirrors, they all allude to the different forms you'll get throughout the game, so that's kind mm-hmm. of a equal touch. And then, before you leave, uh, Sora had some candy in his pocket or something. (laughs) (laughs) fell out. A little little sparkly sparkly falls out, which, like, this makes no sense to me. So it's basically introducing, like, in Final Mix, they have these little sticker collectibles, uh, which slap, by the way, but we'll get into that more later. Mm -hmm. But it's like, okay, Sora just had one in his pocket, so it's like the idea (laughs) that, like, they were all in his pocket, and then they all just fell
0: out? The equivalent... Of, uh, I can't hold all these limes. <laughs> yeah. I can't hold all these puzzle pieces.
1: Yeah. So it's weird, but eh. New mechanic for you. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Head back to Yensen, and he's like, surprise! I know how much you all miss this, and I worked very hard to get it back for you. I'm so excited to gift you the gummy ship! A <laughs> <The> double <Diamond> show! <laughs> No! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Let it burn!
0: Let it burn!
1: You can't get away from it! Yeah, baby! Oh yeah, yeah. it's all oh, the gummy ships back. It's great, but um, yeah. So that's how you're gonna get around, naturally. So they go as far to explain that well, you can't just get to worlds like how you did last time, chumps, because <laughs> the borders are back. But you have this other way you can use, uh, because the Keyblade. Uh, something something keyblade magic I don't know whatever it's fine
0: <laughs> yeah basically instead of god which is very weird because the animation is basically similar to locking the keyholes when we go to other worlds like the, the keyblade has the power to unlock these different pathways yada 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 yep. basically hey you're gonna you're gonna have a moment you're gonna Sora's gonna tap into his mystical side and a path will be unlocked something 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 magic
1: yeah, and like, it just me that they go as far to explain, here's this whole new way of unlocking new pathways, but they don't explain, like, what you actually do, so, like, we'll see it in Hollow Bastion in a little bit, but, like, the mm. whole process of, like, a specific object in the world will glow, and then it'll open a path, and then you'll seal it with the Keyblade, like, I still have no idea what's going on there. <laughs> So I feel like that should have been explained, like, oh, when the keyblade resonates with an object that's very close to someone's heart in the world, I don't know, something. Uh And then it gets weird, because, like, the paths, right, like, they don't correlate to how many worlds you can visit. If you unlock a path or open a door, whatever happens, like... Sometimes you'll end up with like two or even three worlds they could visit at once, and then you just keep unlocking them, but like no new paths show up. So, like, it doesn't actually correlate one to one. Like, you're not actually yeah. unlocking the
0: lanes. So, it's like none of this makes any sense. <laughs> I mean, like, it'll literally come up in two in ish seconds. Not two ish seconds, but next yep. up. Uh, our next three full worlds, when you beat one of them, you can get to the third one without having to go to the other parallel one, basically.
1: Yep. Because okay. the world,
0: the road has been connected, but, but hasn't.
1: So, yeah. Yen said, gives them their milky cookies and sends them on their way. And then Sora's like, geez, and said, this was a very helpful meeting, but, uh, there's just a lot of information to go through. So could you, could you, uh, email those slides after this so I can release them on my own? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> uh, okay.
0: I'm pretty sure Sora also cannot operate a computer. Well, yeah, we'll see that
1: in this game. So yeah, they're outy, But wait, that's not all. Ah, so we get a little stinger where, oh, now who tracked mud in the room again? Wait a second, that's not mud. That's ma 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 ma
0: she's back. She never left. Well, yeah. She literally, and I, (sighs) at some point we will have to watch when we get to birth by sleep, we'll have to watch uh, Sleeping Beauty. But now I'm curious if, is this a power of Maleficent? Is this? And also, mm, much further into KH, or behind in KH, there's a very weird explanation as to how this happens, so I'm very, yeah. But I'm very curious. Once we watch Sleeping they Beauty, they
1: like they have some dialogue where they're like, "Oh no, don't remember her, or she'll come back." Which again, yeah, is what Ansem was in Chain of Memories. So is it like a chain, like a Castle Oblivion thing? Maybe I don't know. <sighs> Ooh, yeah. but yeah, I'm like, is is that like a thing that was in the movie where like she came back because people remembered her? I don't know, but we shall see.
0: Yep. Eventually.
1: <laughs> so yeah she's back they run off and i i don't know i feel like first of all it's three against one so you could already take her but then you also have <laughs> yin said literally in the next room over it's so like just go get him and take her
0: out <laughs> why are you fleeing no you, come back. you could end this right here now but you didn't
1: yeah it's annoying especially because she literally does nothing in this game <laughs>
0: <laughs> spoilers but hey, she's back for whatever reason. And
1: she has her evil cackle mastered. Nah. <laughs> nah.
0: <laughs> Comes with the job requirements.
1: <laughs> so yeah, we're on our merry way. Another one bites the dust. Mm-hmm. Uh oh no, Twilight Town disappeared.
0: <laughs> does it disappear yet? Or does it disappear after Hollow Bastion?
1: Uh, it might be after, but in any case, you can't go back to Twilight Town. Oh yeah, they
0: do make that remark. Yeah, yeah. When, when we finish Hall of Bastion, Twilight Town will disappear.
1: So yeah, you're on the world map, and another difference is you have free roam, gummy ship, Woo-hoo! kind of, sort of. You, you ah, get to yeah. <laughs> around the whole map. And it's it's yeah. fun, especially when you clank against the world barriers. Jing, <laughs> just keep running into them.
0: <laughs> it's it's mm, it's a, it's a it's
1: wonderful pastime, and more conveniently, you can actually save on the world map, which is God very nice. bless
0: America.
1: Yes, very appreciated. God. So yeah, we have one world to go to, and I love how Sora just instantly is like, only one. What the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, the rest mean? are locked what behind a you... paywall,
1: Sora. i mean... <laughs> I made that exact same joke. Yeah. <laughs> first hits free. So, yeah, it's Hollow Bastion. And, yeah, we enter. At first, we get a little cutscene of Pete puttering around the evil castle, which is formerly, formerly, formerly known as Villain's Veil. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, where's Maleficent? Oh, I'm so lonely. Oh. And the crow just
0: shows up being like, ah!
1: Yeah, and he's like, bleh! Like, yeah. <laughs> whatever it's fine so my question because immediately the next scene is the gang running into town and they witness the giant castle which is under construction they're like this place looks different so my question is what
0: what are we looking at like what is the geography uh, you the Bastion? don't kevin you don't know how much goddamn research i had to do to be like little that line i was like what the hell are we actually looking at yeah,
1: when you first enter and you see the giant tower with like all the cranes and stuff like I always assume that's the castle from Kingdom Hearts 1 because you can kind of see the Great Crest is still behind but like obviously it's being renovated but then what the hell is Villain's Vale, which is I guess on the other side of the world where Pete's at where it's on another castle with a giant heartless emblem and it's like why when is there
0: a second castle what is this Jurassic Park site B <laughs> I hate it. Oh, yeah. So, so I looked into the original Hollow Bastion, what we saw in KH one, because remember Leon, Yuffie, and the FF gang are like, our home was consumed by darkness. So when we go yep. to when we go to Hollow Bastion, KH one, that is the only thing left of the world is this weird, evil villain castle, which yes. is apparently <laughs> not the castle that Goofy makes a comment about. Like, it was just the remainder of the world when we went there, is what I found out. And I'm just like, literally, I... Because I thought the same thing. My entire life, I've been like, this is the castle, but it's being renovated. They're going to use it for good now. But then again, I was like, where's the dumb reverse waterfall and all the other crap we saw? Where's the million lift stops that we'll never get to see again? Yep. (sighs) So... Basically, I threw KH1 castle out of my mind and banished it to the nether realm because apparently we're never gonna that is never gonna matter or come up ever again
1: i mean that's that's not the last time (sighs) there will be true pretty major inconsistencies between worlds
0: that appear in both games so it's just a cage 2 thing i guess exactly when a goofy says like oh it looks different now now it has a whole different concept of like hey what if we just redid the entire goddamn world and Yeah, because
1: now there's, like, the surrounding towns and everything.
0: (sighs) Which, I guess, makes sense because this world was basically 90% lost to darkness the last time. Or, you know, the Heartless overtook it, yada 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 yada. Yeah, let's just (sighs) assume that when
1: Sora sealed the door to darkness and all the the worlds were restored, Hollow Bastion was also somewhat restored.
0: Restored back to what the hell it was before, at least. So it's not just a floating castle... In the middle of yeah, God's let's go No Man Land.
1: Ugh. So yeah, you're in this little town square, we got some shoppy shops. It's cute. Uh, we got the duck boys, which are yeah. like can, would you kids go home?
0: <laughs> <laughs> they don't belong here <laughs> At first they were in Traverse Town, helping weary travelers on the way, and now they're <laughs> now yeah. they're in Hollow Bastion being like we never want to go back home. We can't live with mom ever again, not after the incident. No.
1: <laughs> Although I I think their mom has passed unfortunately. So maybe maybe they're just little orphans. Little, little orphan
0: boys.
1: Yeah. And then we also meet Uncle Scrooge. And Yeah. So much for world border, right? Because the <laughs> exactly. situation that he worked with Mickey to set up a transit system. Transit system. system. Oh. Traf- or wait, traffic system. You mean transit system. It's like those those two words are close enough, Donald, like Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't really a gotcha.
0: They mean they mean basically the same thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. But it's like Scrooge I don't know, like he was like making a gummy highway, is how I interpreted it. So it was like, okay, he's also exactly. traveling to all these different worlds. So it's like, where's the line of who can and who can't go to other worlds? Because apparently, uh, if you're rich, you can just do whatever you want. If but you're um...
0: rich, you can go to space. We should know this by now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Cage to predicted the future. Literally. <laughs> Only on. the rich get to go to space. <laughs> so yeah, it's Uncle
1: Scrooge, and I just love how nonplussed he is seeing Donald again, like, one, you haven't seen him in at least a year, and two, like, why would you see him here, of all places? But you're just like, oh, Donald, good to see you.
0: <laughs> good to know that you still walk the Mortal coil, me boy! Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's looking, he's trying to remember the recipe of his favorite ice cream as a wee lad, and I have to say, the, whatever ice cream he's eating currently, like, the botch recipe, like, that does seem... Pretty grody, so
0: he's <laughs> yeah. Got some work to do. He's like, mm, doesn't quite taste right. <laughs> and I'm like, Scrooge, I think I think you know to go see a doctor yeah. after ingesting that.
1: So yeah, moving along. We get yep. a quick Yuffie sighting, and she's like, I knew I'd see you guys. And they're like, what? Blah blah blah. But for the reunion can go on for too long. We're crashed by nobody's again. Ah, watch out. Mm-hmm. So, we get a little fighty fighty. And, do, do. yeah, I don't know about you, but I I just popped off Valor immediately. So I was like, well, I'd, might as well I use not. it while we have it. Good to know. <laughs> ah. Well, because I knew the next fight coming up is a solo fight, so you wouldn't be able to use it. So, I was like, eh, true, just do it
0: now. True, true. Um, so, Groya, this, for I guess for anyone who hath played Original KH2, or is playing along using Original KH2, one good for you. I tried to reserve my valor for my valor my drive forms as a kid, because they are they take forever, like literally forever, to get back up to full. But in Final Mix Plus, thank god that they they redid drive system. I didn't redo it, but you can gain drive a lot easier, so I, I'm still I'm not completely in the conservative mentality, thank god. Like I, I spoiler alert, I'm in Land of Dragons. And I've used it at least two times already, like...
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also used to be very conservative, but then I ended up being like, well, I never use it. So now, I think for this playthrough, I'm going to try to just use it, like, as soon as I get up to three, just so, like, I'm always building it back up.
0: Exactly, um, yeah. And, well, I guess also we should mention while we're talking about Valorform, that each of the dry Forms levels up in a different way. So as you level yep. them up, they get stronger and access to more things. Uh, for example, when you get to level 2 in any of them, you get auto-valor, uh, because we yeah. have valor. So you get you get some... Oh, also, the main reason to level up your drive forms is they give you movement abilities, which are yep. godsend, a.k.a. I yep. just really, 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 really like them. Yeah,
1: and each, each form has kind of, not an exploit, but like, they all have their go-to ways of grinding for me, so I'll also talk about those as they come up.
0: Yes, but Form, it, it levels up when you smack the hell out of people. So yeah,
1: yeah, every single hit is one experience point. So. Mm-hmm.
0: so hit a lot of things. Hit a lot
1: of things and avoid finishers if you can, because those will just instantly take out most enemies. It's true, yeah. But I mean, if, if you're just doing it for fun, like don't worry about that because you'll, you'll get the hits naturally. But if you want to optimize, that's the way to do yeah,
0: it. Yeah, usually when there's a, a very big wave, I usually pop Valor, knowing I can just get a bunch yeah. of hits off and, you know, ex- expedite yeah. the level-up process.
1: So, we get to the fight, and we get to meet Yuffie again, and, yeah. I don't know, they just have good-to-see-a dialogue. Like,
0: I knew I'd see you guys again. Also, welcome to... Most of them. Not most of them. Some of them. Half of them? Half of them have design changes. So,
1: all the FF seven characters, anyway.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess Sid's original design—he right. doesn't really change in Advent Children. He just takes his jacket off because he's only in there for like three yeah. scenes, basically. Okay.
1: <laughs> so yeah, you talk to Yuffie, and she's got a nice new black outfit. So black is just in this season. hmm <laughs> And yeah, she's like, "Oh, come meet us in the." The house right around the corner. I'm still going to run away, though. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yithi runs away a
0: lot. Yeah,
1: I guess, I mean, that tracks with how you meet her in the original game. Yeah. But yeah, you go and then you meet the rest of the crew.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The Hollow Bastion Restoration Committee. Yay.
0: So we get a look at Aerith. Leon, not Squall. Leon, wink, wink. Uh, My boy... In all his glory, Sid... Uh, And Merlin does make a a guest appearance as we're about to walk out, but Merlin will also show up here. Um, And also, Sid finally has a real voice. Where? And cold storage?
1: (sighs) (laughs) It's perfect! Yeah, so everyone's (sighs) back. They got their new outfits. They got their new voices.
0: Yeah, uh, Sid is the same. Leon just has longer hair. Yeah. And then Aerith... Aerith uh, is, isn't even based off anything.
1: So yeah, they all have new voice actors. And it's a bit of a mixed bag. Um, so I'll just get my thoughts on them.
0: Yeah, I know you had some opinions in KH1. So I'll be happy to uh, turn yeah. the mic over to you. Because I know you. This is, a, this is a soft spot.
1: So Yuffie is played by Mae Whitman. A.K.A. Katara. So outs to your girl. She Woo! does a great job. Uh, Leon, I don't know who he's played by, but he's fine. I, I don't mind his voice, um, because, like, you know, unlike some of the other characters who have their voices changed, like, it's very jarring for a lot of them. Like, Ansem is probably the worst offender, but for, for Leon, like, I, I don't mind it, actually, and I'm like, yeah, no, like, this works.
0: It is, because I'm already getting on the catch wiki, Doug Erlo- Erholtz, which I, I mainly think of Fire Emblem, but I could be wrong, hmm. I'm just gonna let you so, keep talking.
1: Generic anime voice actor.
0: VS. Yeah, yeah, A Very big, like, uh, VO person.
1: Yeah. And then Aerith is fucking terrible.
0: (laughs) Just pulling it all out there.
1: Here are all of my cards. Yeah, she's played by Mina Suvari, who... I mean, I know her mostly from the American Pie movies, but she was, she was like an... I think she's an American beauty. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, she was in a lot of movies in the late nineties, early two thousands ish. Um, and she just sounds like she's asleep and all of these lines and it's terrible. Like, it doesn't matter. This is great.
0: She's a very, very soft voice, yes. It's terrible.
1: Oh yeah. So yeah, every yeah. time she talks, I just can't help but burst out into laughter.
0: You wanna fall asleep a little bit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not gonna lie. And then, I just for just, just coming off uh, the back of Seven Remake, Aerith is, like, a soft-spoken... Aerith. No, actually, Aerith is not soft-spoken. She has, like, yeah. this pretty girl design and layout, but Aerith is actually very outspoken. The complete opposite yep. of what you would expect. So... Yeah,
1: exactly. So, yeah, it's, like... Because, yeah, it, it, like, plays into her character, too, or like, she doesn't even really act like herself because of her voice, where it's, like, she's just kind of nothing in this game, it's, like... Hmm. Okay, thanks for coming.
0: We're all together again.
1: <laughs> so yeah, they tell them, "Oh, we need help around the town." And they're like, "Here, take this." And so it was like oh, a credit card. And they're like, "Oh no, <laughs> no, it's, it really doesn't mean anything. It just has your name on it." But mm-hmm. we thought you'd like it. And he's like, "Oh." So, Leon tells him to meet them at the bailey, and then Sora's just about to follow him, but then, oh no, it's everyone's favorite wizard, except not that one. (laughs) Mm. It's Merlin, baby, he's back. Who also has uh, dialogue, or at least voice dialogue this time, so. Yeah! He also found his voice. And he lectures Sora about the importance of keeping up with your magic. And Sora's like, "Uh," like, what was that again? I I forgot. (laughs) I guess I could lend you a few spells, which is, like, how does that work? Like, lending a spell? Like, what do you mean?
0: <laughs> um, well, so, hey, I guess, coming from a perspective of an adult now, also just a, a D&D nerd at this point. Because wizards use spells, if, if, if Merlin is truly a wizard, then he uses a spell book for his spell casting. But then again, sword doesn't use a book, so that immediately throws a yeah. hole in my logic, so just ignore me!
1: <laughs> so, he tosses you a blizzard spell, and he's like, have oh. fun! And then Sora's like, "Oh, that's right. We're supposed to meet Leon in the Bailey." Which is like, "What? That was thirty seconds ago." Sora, like, "Why are you acting like you forgot?"
0: It's not like we went to go get groceries. I'm like, "Oh shit! It's been three yeah, hours. Exactly. Leon's dead." <laughs> yeah,
1: like, just go follow him. <laughs> yeah. So follow him. We will. <sighs> he shows us like ah, things are much worse than we thought. There's that. Which is just another case where he, like, gestures to the big castle, and it's like, well, what do you mean? Like, what about it? (laughs) And, like, I always thought it was, like, because he shows you the castle, and it's got, like, a moat around it, basically, and it, like, it looks like there was, like, an oil spill. (laughs) (laughs) But it also kind of looks like it's, like, the eyes of, like, a million heartless, because, like, it's kind of, like, little yellow dots. yeah, Yeah, like. I have no idea, like, what he's talking about. It's like, oh, is it like some great darkness in there or something? Or I think it it's definitely like, a,
0: it's a sea of heartless. Yeah.
1: Is it? Is it lowering the property
0: values around it? <laughs> <laughs> Look, villains' vale is already like, someone please buy this property. It is in shambles. Uh, and yep. also, yeah, uh, I, I, re- I realize that villains' vale is an area we don't see. We don't ever go near it or in it. It's just yeah. an area where we see Pete do his thing. Where we see, later on, as you know, tying with Timeless River's story, and right now, Leon's like, hey, we're trying to rebuild this entire world, but hey, there's uh, also uh, Heartless covering this one area where we can't go anywhere near, so... <laughs>
1: exactly. So, Sora gives him the low down, he's like, listen, I know what's going on here. And he says, Pete, <laughs> he's nothing. Can't even tie his shoes, which is big talk coming from the guy who wears zip up shoes.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> have the mighty fallen.
1: But he's like the real guys we gotta watch out for is Organization 13. I know all about him, trust me.
0: Oh, yeah. do you?
1: Yeah. You rang. What? <laughs> so. I heard you talking shit, kid! Basically. <laughs> so, except they don't actually appear. They, like, saw them, and they summon nobodies, and then they're, like, all frantic, and they're like, I don't know, ah! my attention, let's split, and then Sora decides yeah. to help Leon with the gate. Dun, so, dun, another fighty-fighty. Uh, so, more dun. nobodies, or no more Dusks, and then more samurai.
0: Samurai. Yeah, they're pretty cool.
1: They are pretty dangerous, if you are not careful.
0: <laughs> exactly. Also, spoiler alert, these are my favorite nobodies, I think.
1: Yeah, no, they good. Um, yeah. so the main thing with them, obviously, is the dual stance reaction command, which is like, <sighs> huh, talk about stress. <laughs> <laughs> so my tactic, so what you do is all the, the command menu goes blank, and then on one of the four V end command will pop up, and then you hit that, and you pretty much one shot them, but you don't yeah. know which ones it's going to pop up on. So I always just lay my cursor on the second uh, block what's your what's your go-to same deal <laughs> nice yeah yep i mean they're all the same like they're all the exact same distance from every other one but i don't know that one just feels right to me you know what i mean
0: <laughs> yeah i feel the same way uh, if i just i leave it on the second one just because it's not the it's not the top it's not the bottom at least so i feel like if you yeah. do want to succeed in dual stance just hover on the second or third one and then you'll yep. you'll, you'll succeed
1: yeah, so use that responsibly, and you'll take out a lot of Heartless, because it also, it also will hit any other Heartless nearby, correct?
0: Nobody's cough, but yes.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, cool. yeah. I, I don't think it, yeah. Because, well, you know, it, it's very, it, I must say very anime. It's also very Western of, like, here's a standoff. Time stops yeah. for you to, for the the result of this duel to occur. And I think at, like, literally you'll slash two seconds later. Pew! So, yeah, I think yeah. anything caught near, well... Oh, yeah, if you're doing the attack, you're hitting the samurai, of course. So anything near it will also take some damage as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So do that. Use your new Blizzard spell. So Blizzard works a little differently. It's basically like fire in the first game, where it's just one um, spell, I guess you could say.
0: It's it's a straight projectile.
1: Yeah. But if you line it up to where, you know, there are a few nobodies in front of you, like, it'll, it'll take out... Or it'll hit each of them. So, like, try to like position yourself to where Mm -hmm. you get some more use out of it, and don't feel like feel free to keep using it because we got the MP charge ability with our new duds, which means magic just goes on a cooldown whenever it runs out. So, like, you don't have to build it back up, which is very convenient. Yes. So, yeah, and then yeah, just stick to the gate because it's got a health bar. So. Take out any heartless who are getting any funny ideas around there,
0: yeah, I think it's pretty hard to lose the gate mini game yeah. part of this you're more you're exactly. more likely to die than rather just the die gate yourself gets destroyed. Yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah,
1: so yeah, you'll get through it it's not too hard, and then when you yeah. do you get a new fire spell as well, but we'll talk about that next time because mm-hmm. we just have cutscenes from this point onwards, so now we officially get to see the organization and they all. I just love imagining, like, like, they must have rehearsed all of this, right? Like, they, like, definitely, like, figured There's out the positioning, are staging, <laughs> yeah, like, who says what, when. <laughs> so, Zenith is just like, alright, on three. Come on, girls, let's do a show. <laughs> it's
0: perfect. And,
1: yeah, I just love, like, what a bunch of kiss asses everyone is just laughing at the boss's terrible jokes it's just like every in mm-hmm. line he adds they're like <laughs> I laugh first <for> boss <laughs> I laugh the hardest <laughs> but yeah they out here they're lurking they're up to no good
0: <laughs> yeah and uh I'll say one thing before we transition further I do appreciate and it's it's not as relevant in Chain of Memories it's gonna be very relevant it's gonna be the most of our Organization interactions for KH two. I do appreciate because they are just black cloaks for most of the this game. I do appreciate yeah. the the physique differences.
1: Yeah, I was um, looking at it. You can like you can kind of pick out who's who, even though exactly they're all and at this
0: point we know which one. we know the voices, we know the the physiques. But for someone playing it the first time, you know, on our yeah. first playthroughs, each one Definitely. is still distinct despite not possessing a face, and I think that that's really, really interesting. Like, how do we set these literally faceless villains apart from each other? Yeah, exactly.
1: So yeah, they just basically taunt Sora, and they, like, say something about, like, ha-ha, you're the worst Keyblade ever. You're just a joke. Go home. No one likes you.
0: Yeah. I'll show you!
1: (laughs) So they, like, disappear, but then one of them kind of peels off and does his own thing, and he starts taunting the gang one-on-one. Mm-hmm. and it's just it's all dialogue exchange is just so like nothing to me cause like none of them really say anything except the organization member teases Sora like that's right he used to give me the same look mm. and Sora's like nah? what do you mean I guess you think you can psych me out by saying really really weird stuff, stuff. <laughs> so yeah that's dumb but yeah like we get some allusions to the other keyblade wielders mm. Mm. And then, yeah, they tease him for being Roxas, basically. (laughs) And then, yeah, I love the line where, well, first of all, he, like, disappears. And then Donald, (laughs) I don't know, he just might be having a rough day. But, like, he clearly disappeared. But Ronald, or Ronald, Donald still (laughs) runs after him and then jumps after he's already gone.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, definitely he's, like, later. And then, like, it, like, Like, literally, him disappearing, Donald's like, now's my chance, right? Yeah. And he he definitely, like, makes the jump as, like, most of him's already gone.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Rats, he got away! Yeah. (laughs) Ah, almost had him. Hey, Donald, hey, Donald, you're a magician. Why are you going to grapple check this man? (laughs) But then Donald,
1: or Goofy's, just basically saying to Sora, like, oh, I don't worry, they were just being crazy. And then I just, you just love to see it, right? Because then Sora has the the classic line, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. There's only <laughs> one me. Ah! <laughs> yeah, that's right, Sora, only one you. There's only ever been one Sora, and there only ever will be for all.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no other copies whatsoever. We don't have the, uh... No, 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 don't look in the basement. No, get out of the basement.
1: So, yeah, that is basically that. Sora looks at it's not credit card again. He's like, man, I wish I could buy stuff with this. But then, oh, no, it is good for something because it glows. And then we get the whole weird unlocking the lanes thing. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. Which, again... It's not a keyhole. Sh-
0: it's not a keyhole, but basically it's the exact same thing. Let's just not think yeah. about it for too long. <laughs>
1: yep. Uh, So then... He, like, figures it out, oh, this must be what Ian said was talking oh, about, even though, I get again, it. he didn't explain what that actually means, but, yeah. You do that, and then Leon's like, what the hell was that? Other worlds are calling. I love how even though Sora was like, yeah, we'll help you around here, he's just me like, other worlds are calling for us, bye! <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I just made some tea for everyone. Okay. <laughs> so, yep, yeah, they are outie. Bye! Thus concludes the prologue, Mm -hmm. and we are ready to set sail. But, again, because this game just loves one more thing, so we cut back to where nothing gathers with the organization for another final mix-exclusive scene. It's basically just immediately after, like, the organization members... Went back to their base, and then they're like, "How do you guys think that went?" I think that went really well. Yeah, no, I really loved your line, yep. Axel.
0: Yep, exactly. <laughs> they have that conversation. They, they make a bunch of comments about like, "Oh, the Keyblade wielders out on another journey, guys." And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, we yeah we knew that. Yeah, we we understand. Yeah. And they they make their own little teases. We get a little bit of their personalities.
1: Yeah, like." Nothing really substantial happens here, but I do appreciate how they give everyone just a little bit more screen time, just kind of show like who what they're definitely. about. Because some of them definitely suffer from like, wait, who was that? Oh yeah, we fought him for like twenty minutes, and then he's gone. So
0: exactly, yeah. So a little bit, a little bit extra screen time for some of the boys.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's there's evil afoot. The leader sticks them all off to their duties, and they all disappear. So. We haven't seen the last of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that is that. <sighs> 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 okay, now that that <laughs> us all way, we have a straight path ahead of us. So, next week, we will be tackling the Land of Dragons. Dun, dun, dun.
0: Uh, yep. Oh, Return of Disney Corner, baby. It's yeah, happening. so we'll be
1: doing that. We'll also be talking about Mulan. So watch mm-hmm. along. If you haven't seen it in a while, brush up on what you missed. And yeah, it's going to be a good time. So in the meantime, you can do things to support the show, engagement, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, review and leave a rating on iTunes to help us show up in search. Uh, you can email us at khbhpodcast at gmail.com as always. Mm-hmm. You can subscribe if you haven't already and you can share with a friend who also likes Kingdom Hearts and also has questions about all of these things and more.
0: <laughs> we uh, Only questions.
1: <laughs>
0: only, yeah. only questions. There,
1: there will Hearts. only be more from here on out. Mm-hmm. This game does a lot of weird things. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. But no, it's good. We all love it. And yeah, we're, we're in the thick of it now. Sora's back. Things are going to start getting real good real fast. Uh, all right. Looking forward to it. All righty. Uh, let's do the thing. We can finally do the thing again. Yay. Until next week, to the gummy ship.